everyone, and welcome to Trips Tennis Talk, the amateur podcast about professional tennis. And on days like today, you will definitely be able to tell that we are an amateur production over here at Oregon Productions. Let me tell you guys, work-life balance is really hard. When you're a regular guy like me, with a full-time job, with the hours that I work and the responsibilities that I have, even getting out that pod the other day from my desk was a big achievement. But a lot has certainly happened since Tuesday, hasn't it? And I really haven't caught too much of the action. Again, I am not superhuman. If I could exist without sleep, then I would have seen everything, but unfortunately, you have to sleep in this life. We're going to start with the most recent happenings, then work our way back to Tuesday to catch up on everything that I haven't covered. So we're going to start with some out-of-date tennis news, to paraphrase the tennis podcast, and then we're going to go and cover some even more out-of-date tennis news after that. And this is going to be no script, I have no notes, I have nothing pulled up, this is just completely seat-of-the-pants, no-editing, take-one-and-done action here. So that means let's jump right into it, shall we? The most recent day that finished was the action of Saturday, January 21st. As I'm recording this, 9.25 a.m. on the West Coast, which means in Melbourne it is 4.25 a.m. Hey, that's a bit too late for tennis, you would think, but we will get to that. Saturday at the Australian Open was the second day of the third round action. And in contrast to the couple of days that I missed covering here, Saturday was a low-key affair at Melbourne Park. Of the eight men's matches, all but one of them were straight sets. And for the women's matches, only two of them went to a third set. So let's recap that now. In the women's draw from Saturday... Number 30 seed Karolina Pliskova beat Gracheva, 6-4-6-2. Number 12, Belinda Bencic, my finalist pick, beat Camilla Georgi, 6-2-7-5. Magda Lynette beat the number 19 seed Alexandrova, 6-3-6-4. This match was scheduled as the second night match on Rod Laver Arena. Yes, you heard that correctly. Magda Lynette and Ekaterina Alexandrova was a night match on a Grand Slam show court. Absolutely ridiculous, asinine scheduling by the Australian Open. Rumor has it that they did it to deflect criticism of the Murray match the other day. The theory being, if they schedule... If the tournament schedules two quote-unquote lesser-known players in this slot, it would not attract as much attention as a situation with a high-profile player like Andy Murray, what he experienced the other day. And I guess they succeeded, so there's your cynic brain there. Donna Vekic beat Perezaz Diaz, 6-2, 6-2. Number 5, Arena Sabalenka beat number 26, 
Elise Mertens, 6263. Sabalenka's looking very good. She appears to have the serve sorted out, and she is absolutely one of the top tier contenders for this title. Number four seed, Carolyn Garcia, beat Siegemund, 1 6 6 In the end, looks fairly comfortable. Same thing about Garcia. Maybe not at the top, top of the contender list, but she's an A1 or A- level contender. Zhang, number 23, beat Volley Dance the Qualifier, 6-3-6-2. Unfortunately, this was not the Zhang that I picked to win a major this year. That would be Zhang, not Zhang. And Zhang won on Saturday, and Zhang did not. Linda Fruvatova beat former Roland Garros finalist Marketa Vondrosheva, 7-5-2-6-6-3, in 2 hours, 17 minutes. That was probably the most competitive match by score, or it was the most competitive match by score. On the men's side on Saturday, number 22, Alex Damonar beat Bonzi, 7-6-6-2-6-1, Number four seed, Novak Djokovic, overcame his hamstring issues, which we will get to, beating number 27 seed, Grigor Dimitrov, 7-6-6-3-6-4. Number five, Rublev, beat number 25, Evans, 6-4-6-2-6-3. The Andy Murray run came to an end at the hands of number 24, Roberto Bautista Agut, 6-1-6-7. 6-3-6-4. I can imagine the emotions of that match with Murray taking the second set there to even the match must have been fire, but he was not able to close it out, understandably so. Murray was likely completely exhausted. Number 9, Holger Rune beat Ugo Umber, 6-4-6-2-7-6. Ben Shelton is in the fourth round of a Grand Slam. He beat the wild card Alexi Poprin, 6-3-7-6-6-4. J.J. Wolf into the fourth round of a Grand Slam. He beat Michael Moe, the lucky loser, 6-4-6-1-6-2. Tommy Paul defeated Jensen Brooksby, 6-1-6-4-6-3. Easy come, easy go for Team Brook there. It's going to be a lot of score reading on this pod, as it would be in the first week of a major. I'm not going to have too much match analysis because I haven't watched that many matches. I haven't watched any matches. Well, that's not fully true. I've seen bits and pieces of matches, but I haven't sat, stared, and studied a deep dive match in the last couple of days. So what's the opposite of a deep dive? A light skim off the top? So this is all going to be light skim off the top stuff. All right. Backing up a day. The first day of the third round was on Friday, January 20th. And let's read some scores there. Number 20 seed, Barbora Krachikova. Looking good, as she has in the past. Beat Kalanina 6-2-6-3. Number 3, Stefanos Tsitsipas beat Talon Greekspor. 6-2-7-6-6-3. That match was Greek versus Greek. 
Tsitsipas is looking very good. He's played some of his best first-week tennis ever. He is an A-list contender right there with Djokovic to win this title. Number seven, Coco Goff beat Para 6-3-6-2. Number 24, Victoria Azarenka came back on number 10, Madison Keys to routine Keys. 1-6-6-2-6-1. Seb Korda, number 29, defeated number seven, Medvedev, who had made the finals of the last two Australian Opens. Korda won in straight sets. 7-6-6-3-7-6. Hey, it's the same chorus on Medi. He's not looking good, and his career has absolutely cratered because of one match. And honestly, I I don't even think it's worth talking about Medvedev, really, until he does something to change this pattern. So, see ya, Medi. Bye. Number 15, Yannick Sinner destroyed and routined Marton Fucevic, Hulkman. 6 6-1, 6-2, 6-love. Number three, Jessica Pagula beat Kostiak. 6-love, six 6-2. Six Number one, Iga Sviantek beat Buxa, the qualifier. 6-love, six 6-1. Six so Pagula and Sviantek played their matches on Friday. The scores were 6-love, six 6-2, six 6-love, six 6-1. Six They're the top two at the moment. Number 10, Hercotch beat number 20, Shapovalov, 7-6-6-4-1-6-4-6-6-3 in 3 hours 37 minutes. Shap's never really had his big moment yet, you know, and he came on the scene five and a half years ago now, and he still has not lived up to his potential. So still waiting on Shap. Lin Zhu beat number 6, Maria Sakkari. Seven six six one six four, yeah. Sakri was the number six seed, but her losing in any round in any fashion doesn't really surprise me. Lin Zhu in the fourth round of a Grand Slam. Number six, Felix Auger Aliassime beat number twenty eight, Francisco Sprundolo, six one three six six one six four. Number 18, Karen Hatchinoff got a good win over number 16, Francis Tiafo. Very disappointing result for Tiafo. One of a couple of the top American players. Not the lower ranked ones. But Kachinov gets the win. 6-3-6-4-3-6-7-6 in 3 hours 32. Number 22, Elena Rybakina. Plays her best match since becoming Wimbledon champion, beating the defending finalist number 13, Danielle Collins, 6-2-5-7-6-2. Another disappointment here, Yuri Lehechka beats number 11 seed, Cam Nori, 6-7-6-3-3-6-6-1-6-4. It's a disappointment for Nori, and also another bad result for the top seeds. And by that point... Nori knew that Rude was out, Rafa was out, and all this, and he was unable to take advantage of a good draw against Yuri Lehechka. Number 17, Yelena Ostapenko beat Bandel, Bandel, 6-3, 6-love, and Yoshi Nishioka, number 31, beat the Rafa slayer Mackenzie McDonald, 
766362. Well, McDonald wasn't really the Rafa slayer. He was a beneficiary of issues related to Rafa. But let's back up another day. Those were your third round results. And that particular round was a more of a scenario of setting up good fourth round matchups than it is being a good round in its own right. And the reason the third round was kind of weak was because of the absolute insanity of the second round. So let's go ahead and get into that now. Going back to day four, this would have been Thursday, January 19th. Here are some second round results for you. And yeah, I just read off the names of all these players from the third round. But hey, here at Trips Tennis Talk, we, uh, we like to have dated podcasts, podcasts that are quickly dated. But hey, in seven years, you can listen to this and you can know what happened on this day. Anyway, coffee sip. Number five, Sabalenka beat Rogers, 6-3-6-1. Jensen Brooksby got a win over number two seed, Casper Rude. 6-3-7-5-6-7-6-2. Brooksby is kind of a bad boy. He didn't apologize for net cords. He says that he was brought up to think that net cords are not lucky. He's not part of the U.S. quote-unquote crew. The Fritz, Tiafo Keys, United Cup vibe sort of crew. He's, he's a bad boy, much more of a callback to the 70s and 80s. You know who I'm referring to. It's not just him, but the other guy, too, in terms of American players that were salty and spicy back in the day. He played well. Go and listen to this pod a couple of episodes ago over the Christmas holidays. Jensen Brooksby was my breakout player of the year for 2023. Of course, he didn't hold it up in the next round. He surrendered meekly to Tommy Paul, I think it was. But he got a win over the number three player in the world at a Grand Slam in four sets in pretty much dominating fashion. The third set that Brooksby blew was because he so desperately wanted to get over the finish line, and when he couldn't serve it out, he choked a bit. I did see the end of that match the other day, so I can speak at least somewhat intelligently on it. For Casper Ruud, he had reached two of the last three major finals, and he had reached the final of the last major, which was also a hardcourt major. And here, he loses in the second round to a guy that he should probably beat. Again, in a draw, without Rafa, without... Um, uh, you know, Djokovic was in that part of the draw, but still, he should have gotten to the semis, Kasper Ruud, I think. And a couple other players that lost, Rafa as well, which we'll get to, Rafa and Ruud especially, they played a lot of exhibitions in December, so they did not really have an off-season. Imagine that, not having an off-season, and then losing early at the major where everyone is at their freshest because everyone else had an off-season. Hmm. It's almost like he should have known better. But that's on Rude for playing too much. Rude is a top player now. He's not some number 37 guy 
that needs to play all the time to get match prep. He's the number two seed, he's the number three player in the world, and he was picked by me to finish world number one this year. He has to start scheduling himself like a top player. Dominic Team has always had this problem. And for a long time, Alexander Zverev had a similar issue, where he was not scheduling himself properly. Scheduling is part of why the big three were the big three, because they maxed on the days they, need, they needed to be freshest at. Moving on, number four, Garcia beat Fernandez, 7-6, 7-5. Djokovic beat Koa Code, the qualifier, 6-1, love He called the trainer Djokovic did in this match to get his hamstring, but he beat Dimitrov in straights just today, so obviously he's all right. And remember what I've said. Unless it happens during the points, Novak Djokovic is just fine. Vondrosheva took out number two, Ons Jabor, 6-1, Apparently Jabor was injured, and was severely hampered in that match, despite winning a set. Listen, for me, I'm not surprised. I think Jabor had her chance at Wimbledon, and I thought that was her only chance. And I remember thinking then, and ever since then, that she might not have another chance ever again. That might be her last final. Or her last chance to win one, anyway. So, it's sad, but not disappointing. And in the last four majors... Jabor has lost in the first or second round twice. So, not good at all for Anz Jabor. And she's she's not young. She's old and she had her season, you know? Anything that she does now is a bonus to me, because last year was fun. Volanuts beat number 9, Kuder Matova, 6-4-2-6-6-2. Still might never have seen Kuder Matova play, despite being number 9. And results like this are exactly why. Lynette beat Contivate, the 16 seed, 3-6-6-3-6-4. Contivate was ranked in the top eight at one point not too long ago. Wasn't she the second seed at the U.S. Open? And there's a reason why most of us have never seen her play. This is the reason why. Mo beat number 12, Zverev, 6-7-6-4-6-3-6-2. Listen, Zverev is in trouble. He's not playing well. He needs some time, I suppose. So I suppose we'll give him some time. But at some point, you have to start playing better, right? Because the injury's healed. Benchich beat Lou, 7-6-6-3. Match of the tournament. Andrew Murray beats Tanasi Kokonakis in 5 hours, 45 minutes. It finished after 4 in the morning. Murray comes back from 2 sets and 2-5 down to win. 4-6, 6-7, This is one where I really didn't see it until the last couple of games because I had to go to work, and I was sleeping before that because I needed to go to work and be able to function. It really is too bad that I didn't get to see this because the live experiences with this are what make tennis. If you know the result, then watch it for the first time. Number one, I, I always feel rushed doing that, like I have to get through it quickly, and that's not very enjoyable to me. But two, 
it takes the drama and the suspense out of it somewhat. So I guess I can talk more about the ancillary things around the match. The match finished at 4, which is absolutely ridiculous for the fans and the athletes to have to be there at that time. No other sport does this. But if you rewind 6 hours, that meant the match started after 10pm. Why are we starting elite sport at 10pm? The NFL doesn't start games at 10pm. The NBA doesn't start games at 10pm. They start them at 9 they don't start them at 10, though. Football matches, sometimes they start at 8 or 9, but not 10, at least not in America. This is absolutely ridiculous. And it's not like a football match, soccer, where you know how much time it is. These guys started competing at 10 p.m. They went 6 hours. They finished at 6 a.m. They probably didn't get out of there till 7 a.m. Murray probably didn't get to bed till. 8.30 or 9 a.m., then you sleep all day, then what do you do? Well, actually, he didn't. He was back at the site, the tournament site, at 11 a.m., six or seven hours after his match was done. It puts him in an impossible position. If it was a six-hour match that started, that started at 11 a.m., yes, he still would have had to recover, but the tournament hurt him by putting his match on almost 18 hours after the day had begun. Or, I'm sorry, his match finished almost 18 hours after the day began. 11 a.m. to 4 a.m. day. Crazy. Murray's tenacity and all that, and how it called back to the Big Four era, that's been covered elsewhere, and it's been three or four days, so I know that offering too much commentary now, besides being a historical sort of note, it doesn't have as much relevance as it did a couple of days ago, even. But yes, Murray's tenacity and the Murray comebacks and the most two-set comebacks by an active player and the I'm proud of myself and all this stuff. Yes, that's important. And it does call back to 10 or 15 years ago with Murray. On the other hand, he needed six hours to beat a guy who was not even in the top 100 and who hasn't had a great career in singles. So, there's your, uh, there's your logic brain. Moving on. Alexandrova beat Townsend, 1-6-6-2-6-3. Mertens beat Davis, 6-4-6-3. Popurin beat Taylor Fritz, 6-7-7-6-6-4-6-7-6-2. You know, Taylor, I think we have to have a little heart-to-heart. Everyone talked you up. You were a contender. You got a good draw. Everything was going right. This was your moment. And you lost to Alexi Poprin. Unacceptable. Number, uh, Damon R. beat Manorino. 7-6-4-6-6-4-6-1. Rublev beat Rusevori. 6-2-6-4-6-7-6-3. Fruvatova, Linda, beat Burrell, 6-3-6-2. Rune beat Cressy, 7-5-6-4-6-4. Shelton beat Jerry, 7-6-7-6-7-5. Pleskova over Putintseva, 6-love-7-5. Dimitrov over Jerry, 6-3-6-2-6-love. Evans beat Shardy, 6-4-6-4-6-1. 
Wolf beat Schwartzman, seeded player, number 23, 6-1, 6-4, 6-4. Donna Vekic beat Samsonova, the 18 seed, 6-3, 6-love. Perezaz Diaz beat Potapova, 6-3, 6-2. Umber beat Kudla, 6-2, 6-7, 6-2, 6-4. beat Stefanini, 6-3, 6-1. Paul beat Davidovich Fokina, the 30 seed, in almost four hours. 6-2-2-6-6-7-6-3-6-4. Georgie beat Schmidlova, 6-4-6-3. Zhang beat Mardic, 6-3-6-3. Bautista beat Holt from two sets down in under three hours. 4-6-2-6-6-3-6-2-6-2. Siegmund beat the number 27 seed Begu, 5-7-7-5-6-3. And Bonzi beat Kareno Busta in a fifth set tiebreak from two sets down, the 14 seed. 14, or sorry, 4 6, 4 6, 7 6, 6 1, 7 6. A lot of stuff going on. And backing up to one more day of score reads. Second round from Wednesday, Sviantek beat Osorio, 6 2, 6 3. Pegula beat Sasnovich, 6 2, 7 6. We'll save Rafa for last. We'll come back to that. Goff beat Radicanu, 6-3-7-6. Apparently that one was of high quality. Radicoku. No. <laughs> Radu. Radicoco. Radicoco. Is that the next rivalry? Sitsipas destroyed Rinki Hijikata, 6-3-6-love-6-2. Sakari beat Schneider. Three six seven five six three. There were some, there was some shenanigans in that one. Sakari was upset at Schneider's behavior. Felix came back against Molchan. Three six three six six three six two six two. I understand that Molchan was not good in the last three sets of that one. Keys beat Wong six three six two. Medi beat Millman five two and two. Collins beat Mahova, 6-7-6-2-7-6. Sinner beat Echeverry, 3-2-2. Kalanina beat Petra Kvitova, 7-5-6-4. Again, same with Maria Sakkari. Nothing Petra Kvitova does in any round against any player, win or lose, surprises me. Tiafo beat Shang, 4-4-1. Kachanov beat Kubler, 6-4-5-7-6-4-6-2. Rabakina beat Yuvon 2 and 1. Um, Buxa beat Andrescu to, to prevent a Sviantek Andrescu match. 2 6, 7 6, 6 4, and a collapse from Andrescu. In a first rounder, Kokonakis beat Fanini 1 2 and 2. Back to second round, Kostiuk beat Kadeki 6 2, 6 1. Azarenka beat Podoroska 1 and Love. Krejcikova beat Burel 4-1. In a first-rounder, Holt beat Vukic, 6-4-1-6-6-3-3-6-6-3. Shapovalov beat Daniel, 3-6-5. Zhu beat Teichman, a seeded player, number 32, 2-2. In a first-rounder, Manorino beat Isner, 6-7-7-6-6-2-6-2. Hercotch beat Sinego. 3-6-7-6-2-6-6-3-6-3. Umber beat Gasquet, a titleist, in a round one. 3-4-3 three, three. in a round one. Bautista beat Sosa, 3-2-2. Two, two. 
round one. Gracheva beat number eight. Kasatkina, 6-1-6-1. Hey, another highly seeded women's player who you've never seen, and that's why. Ostapenko over Bondar, 7-6-5-7-6 love. Koakode over Delian, 6-4, or 4-5 and love. Let's go with Rusevori beat Purcell in a round one, 4-6-6-3-6-4-7-6. The Koakode was also a round one. Round one, Potapova over Stevens, 7-6-6-4. Kind of surprised about that. Nishioka over Sverkina, 3-4-2. Para over Kinwen Zhang, one of my picks, 6-4-6-4. Round one, Kudla over Safulin, Safulin, 3-6-7-5-7-6-6-3. Lu over Brangle, round one, 6-3-6-4. Lehechka over Eubanks, 6-4-6-4-3-6-6-3. Almost there. Round 1. Stefanini over Maria, 3-6-7-5-6-4. Round 1. Cressy over Ramos Vignolas, 7-6-7-5-3-6-6-3. Corda over Wantanuki, 2-5-4. Mo over Locoli in a round 1 from two sets. 4-6-2-6-7-6-6-4-6-2. Fucevic, Hulkman over Harris. 6 2 6 3 5 over Lestien. 6-3-3-6-7-6-6-3. Begu over Mandlik. 3-6-7-6-6-2. Sarundalo. 3-6 over Mute. 6-4-6-2-7-5. Vekic over... Selik Selik Mateva, six two two six seven six, Bandol over McNally six one seven six, Perezas Diaz over number fourteen Haddad Maya seven six six two. There's a reason why Haddad Maya is ranked so highly, but you've never really seen her play. This is the reason. Siegmund over Bronzetti, two six six four six three. Zhang over Tig, 6-4, love one court left, you guys. Davis over Kovanek, 1-6, Lynette over Sharif, 7-5, Vondrosheva over Risk, Ambitrage, 5-7, Greek Spore over Vandazan Shulp, 4, 4, and 4. Phew! If you are still listening, you are truly demented and you are sick! What are you doing listening to this? This is some guy just reading off a list of numbers just so he can say that he did it. You guys are crazy. <sighs> All right. Moving ahead to the schedule for the next day, Sunday, January 22nd. Not as many um, um, f- scores in the second week because there's many less uh, matches. This will be Eastern time. Let's see. We'll go by court here. Rod Laver Arena. Oh, no, wait. Okay. No, I don't want that. Okay. At. Okay, maybe I do want this. Not editing this, guys. 8.30 p.m. Eastern, Rod Laver Arena. Number one, Iga Sviantek versus number two, Elena Rybakina. 
followed by number 10, Hubert Hercotch, versus number 29, Sebastian Corda. Margaret Court Arena from 9 p.m. Eastern. Number 7, Coco Goff against number 17, Yelena Ostapenko. 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Number 6, Felix Auger-Aliassime against Yuri Lehechka. John Kane Arena. 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Number 18, Karen Hatchinoff versus number 31, Yoshihito Nishioka. 1 a.m. Eastern. Number 3, Jessica Pagula versus number 20, Barbora Krejcikova. Night Session, Rod Laver Arena from 3 a.m. Eastern. Number 3, Stefanos Tsitsipas against number 15, Yannick Sinner. Number 24, Victoria Azarenka versus Lin Zhu. And that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Those are your eight matches for Sunday night, or for Saturday night for us. Sunday, Australia time. There's not much. I, I don't want to do a, a preview right now since I'm running out of time. I have to go get my laundry in about a minute. Oh, yeah, my thoughts on Rafa. So Rafa went down to Mackenzie McDonald the other day with an injury. He's going to be out six to eight weeks minimum. And I, I've, I've told you guys this that I've talked to. He shouldn't be playing. I, I'm worried about Rafa Nadal's physical health after he retires at this point. He has to be able to walk to the grocery store in Mallorca to be able to and be pain-free. And I wonder if he is. I wonder if he will be. Rafa does not know owe anybody anything. He doesn't owe himself anything at this point either. He's done it all. There is nothing left to do. So I hope he doesn't feel an obligation to do that just for the sake of doing it. I'm, I'm worried about him. It, it's tough to see him like this because he's been injured pretty much since he won Roland Garros. If I was him, I would say, I'm not playing until the clay set swing. I'm going to play Roland Garros. Then I'm going to be done. But I honestly don't know if he'll do that because he hasn't done it yet. All right. I do got to run. Thanks for listening to Trips Tennis Talk, the amateur podcast about professional tennis. I will be staying up all night. You know what? I probably even shouldn't say that. If there's one thing that I've learned over the last couple weeks, it's don't make promises about when you're going to release content. If work on content, when content's ready, put the content out and let people enjoy it. So we'll just focus on this pod that I just finished. If you listened... Sorry, it was not the best pod in the world. It was just a bunch of numbers. But I definitely had FOMO this week. Because I did miss out. Catch you later.
Today is January 21st, 2023, and this is your daily Elon Musk update. I honestly don't even know if there's any news about Elon Musk. I mean, you guys just heard the podcast. Let me just type his name in. Is there anything new that happened in the last couple of days? We had a booster shot. Stupid. Okay. I don't know. I'm not seeing anything here. So I'm going to say there is no news about Elon Musk. And that has been your daily Elon Musk update for January 21st, 2023. Go Jags! Duval! It was always the Jags, baby. Let's go Jags!